station and your home of the Houston Texans. Rock and roll. Houston sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Here's the snap. Looking. Flips the ball. Diving for the pylon. And he's got it. Razzle dazzle. Touchdown, Houston. And the Texans go in front. There is no offseason for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do. Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, yes, it is. Hello, Texans, and we welcome you into the show as Johnny I'm feeling it. John Harris is with us. I'm Mark Vandermeer, the voice of your Texans. Let's get going here tonight. I am feeling it. Today was, I don't want to say the first day, but I think it really was, Johnny, the first day where I I was thinking, this is going to happen. This is going to happen, and I don't know what it's going to be like, but let's go. (laughs) Because I started to uh, make a lot of arrangements today for our broadcasts during training camp, and other than the start date, but uh, other than that, you know, I got a lot of arrangements. Um, and the clarity yesterday, those stories are right, still clear as mud, as the saying might go, as far as, wait, did these preseason games really get canceled? Was that just an offer from the owners? Is that really going to happen? We don't know. But, you know, if you if you read the tea leaves here, it seems like that's the case. Uh, you just heard McLean in that promo say, I think they will play that game against the Chiefs for sure. We'll take it from there. Look, if they do that, we're off and running. Let's go, baby. And I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the excitement. I think everybody uh, will come along with me here as these days progress and you get more information about about training camp and what's really going to happen schedule-wise. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, are you ready to go 54 straight minutes again? Are we doing? Oh, are, are, we, are we doing that tonight? Jake no, no, no. I don't. Last I don't think problems. so. I'll do no, it. You know me. I, oh, you know I'll do it. I no, but you know we had the excitement kind of flowing through us yesterday with that. Yeah, and, we did. You know, it's funny you say that. I mean, I, that was kind of the way that I felt yesterday. Mark was, um, in in uh, part of that was because I had been over at the stadium getting tested, so I had been over there, and I had actually seen a couple players in line. Like there's Keon Cross and there's Greg Mance, and I'm like, holy crap! Wow. Uh, all We're right, back. okay, let's let's do this. And then went inside and saw all the different things uh, inside uh, down on the service level. So it's yeah, it's it's starting to feel real. And 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 you know, I was on uh, Texags in College Station today and doing my weekly hit. And and Gabe asked me kind of that same question: you getting ready for training camp? And I said, you know, really, I hadn't. I mean, kind of holding back in some sense, like holding back my excitement because you and I, you and I, we've talked about we mark time. At this time of year in particular to, okay, we're down to this many days. Okay, in four days they report. In eight, in seven days they do this, and then they do this. And you know, we mark time with that uh, with training camp. And, and that's when everything sort of just stops and, and it, for us, really. Uh, and then the football season starts. Um, and I, I really hadn't felt that until yesterday. Um, and then seeing... Uh, as we were going through the show, seeing what Ian Rapport was tweeting and Tom Pelissaro was tr- tweeting about how the NFL and the NFLPA were getting yeses, they were agreeing on things. Um, I'm not sure how much I like the zero preseason games, Mark. Yeah. Uh, that one. I, Wait, for a you know, personal reason or just as far as getting the team ready for the campaign? Or um, both? Make both. Uh, you know, Drew and I talked about it on our In Lab podcast. You can check out HoustonTexans.com. Go to iTunes. Check out In Lab. Give us a rating. Go check it out. We talked about that today. It wasn't so much for us. Uh, we, you know, Drew's like, look, we'll be at the games. We'll be covering the games. I like Drew being down on the sidelines with me during, um, you know, during TV games. It's always cool to kind of bounce ideas off one another when we're down there for those preseason games. But you think about the people for those two games at Energy Stadium. Uh, you know, the SMG workers, you know, every, all the security people um, that are going to lose to, you know, game checks, if you will. And it's, it's those people that I, I sort of feel for. Look, the, the, the players are going to be uh, going to be fine. They're going to they're going to they're gonna find a way whether coaches scale down the playbook a little bit, scale back a little bit um, to give guys an opportunity to play faster. Um, with a little bit less on their on their brain as they're out there, the coaches and the players will make the adjustments and and they'll all be fine. Uh, I'm not I'm not worried too much about that. Yeah, the play might be a little ragged early on, but you know what? Are you really going to care 
um, early on in the season if the play's a little ragged? No, because football's back and will be back, and you'll be happy to see it. So, oh, yeah, you might you have know to. People will be so critical anyway, but go on. Oh, who cares? Um, They'll be critical no matter what. So Yeah, matter. exactly. I mean, it, it, if it's 54-51, it'd be like, there's no defense. If it's 7-6, to it'll be like, nobody can score. The defenses are too good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's going to go with the territory. But there are going to be a lot of people just happy to see football back. And, yeah, it's going to be a little ragged. You know, look, the college football season is kind of that way in the first couple of weeks. It can be a little ragged. The tackling is a little bit out there. I'm like, whoa, man. But they find a groove. Uh, and you find and you find your fit, and and I think um, you you'll get there. But really, the last couple of days is when I started to feel like, okay, let's let's rock and roll. Let's 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 think about doing this. Let's get yep. this done now. When training camp actually begins, what we technically would call training camp when that actually begins might be up for debate, and it may not yep. be August or I'm sorry, July twenty eighth. But uh, we be. at least feel like it's on the horizon a little bit, and that. Makes me feel pretty good, Mark. Well, the players will be in the building, and that's the key, yeah. right? That That's yeah. a key. You'll see some coverage, some things happening uh, as they'll condense that offseason program in a one- or two-week period, possibly a little bit more. Uh, but they won't get out there for what we know as training camp practice uh, for probably a couple of weeks at least. And yesterday was reported 18 days. Now, I was doing a bunch of stuff uh, before we got on the air. So I didn't see Pellicero. I think he's the first one reporting it, that, yeah, the NFLPA did agree to no preseason yes. games. Yes. Uh, so, like you say, yes is along the way. Roster is expected to be at 80. That's yet to be confirmed, but usually 90. I think the Texans, without looking at, what, 85, Johnny? Is that, is I that think right? that's right. I had yeah. 84, 85. All right. And I want to say they uh, talked about adding five or six guys. Well, add guys to the roster to get to 90 but uh i think that's i think that's the number so mm-hmm. um just kind of you know bouncing through twitter as you said that i just saw a tweet from jonathan jones uh who works for cbs sports and he talked about um he tweeted bummer that around 320 guys will see their nfl dreams extinguished just before it gets started that and that math would be 10 guys from each team that would have 80 man rosters yeah. so uh, yeah, so that that would that would make sense that that's guys, that's coming. Hmm. Guys who are long shots to make it anyway. Yeah, but also some people show up to camp and maybe look. You have to have your roster where it is, but maybe some guys are going to be banged up and get on IR or whatever. And yeah, you know maybe they're they'll be signed during the season because maybe the numbers will be just so tough that eventually they'll catch on somewhere else. They'll get tryouts. They'll get opportunities. I don't think the dreams are extinguished. It does make it difficult. Tryouts are going to be very tough, flying guys around the country to try out for teams like they do every Tuesday. Uh, That's going to be weird. But, yeah, it is sad about the preseason. Uh, You have to do what you have to do to try to keep people safe. Now, PFT, what was the report here? I guess it's on the NFLPA website. How many positives there have been in the NFL so far? Now, this – this does include everybody who's tested positive so far and gotten over it, like Von Miller, right? Because yes. 95 NFL players have tested positive. That's not today. That's right. throughout entire, in the entire corona period, uh, which is uh, continuing as we speak. So 95, I don't know what to make of that number. Uh, it sounds like a lot, but... Look, you're going to have more. The vets haven't even really reported yet. Some of them have. You mentioned being online with a couple. Uh, but we'll see how that goes as they come in. The good news, if there is such a thing related to positives, is that hopefully they're not that ill, if at all. And mm-hmm. you have many weeks to get over this before you actually have to start doing anything football-wise, right? And that includes practice. I mean, you could stay home for three weeks from uh, from this point forward, get back, and have plenty of time to really get ready for the season. So, there's a lot to consider there with these early positives. Now, you're not going into a bubble. What we saw with the NBA, nobody tested positive today, yesterday, whenever the last tests were, right? That was huge for them. Yeah. But they're in a bubble. The NFL right. players are not in a bubble. I'm going to think that they'll try to bubble up. Now, I want to be transparent here, Johnny. I'm going to reveal that you're in Tier 2 and I am not. And the reason, folks, why Johnny and I are in different tiers, you're like, what's a tier? The, the only important thing you need to know here is that Johnny needs to be able to watch practice in the bubble, and you've got to be in Tier 2 in the bubble. And there are limited numbers of Tier 2 slots out there. These are gold. 
I could have grabbed one, but if you and I both had one, that means one less video guy. We need those video guys in there. Yep, and no doubt. I'm thinking they're not going to practice in the bubble a ton. They will sometimes, but I'll see plenty of practice out there at the Houston Methodist Training Center, and we'll just mm-hmm. rock and roll like that. And uh, and we got to do what's right for the team, the their team, our team, the whole team, the whole organization. So you've been tested a lot so far. Yeah. I think you're working on four days in a row or something tomorrow. What is yeah. it like? Uh, I mean, I, I don't want you to give away state secrets here, but uh, do you have any nostrils left after being <laughs> tested several days in a row? I th- will test every day for the rest of the year if we, if we have a football season to, to play. Really? I mean, if, if they said to me, look, John. Oh, you'll, you, you'll be willing to do that. Yes, yes. It, they, if they said to me, look. You have to test every single day at the same time all year long, and that will guarantee that we have a football season. I would do it because it's to me, it's not even uncomfortable anymore. I don't even have uh, today. I did it. Today was the third day. Tomorrow will be the fourth day in a row that we've been tested. Today, I didn't even feel the swab really go in my nose. I mean, I know it did, but I didn't even feel it. Like my eyes didn't water up or anything. You just get. You're getting used to it. I mean, I'm getting used to it, I guess. Uh, they took blood on Sunday. That was optional. They said, do you want to do this? And I said, sure. I, I give blood as much as I possibly can. That started back when I was a senior in high school and my, my buddy had testicular cancer. And so we all went to uh, the uh, blood drive uh, that they had. We went and gave blood, and we try, and I tried to do that as much as possible. So I have no problem have my blood tested, any of that. So, yes, okay, let's do it. So that's the antibodies test. And then we've done the PCR test the last couple of days. And then last night we had a COVID-19 meeting where we went over some of the things from the NFL that kind of gave us protocol. If you know somebody that tests positive, if you're around somebody that tests positive, here's what you should do. Um, here's the plan. I mean, it's all it's all laid out uh, by Jeff Kaplan, Dr. Muntz, everybody. Uh, take. I mean, it. I just I just feel real comfortable with the testing. I feel real comfortable with the plan that we have. I feel really comfortable with the people we have executing the plan. Uh, and as Texans fans, you should feel feel good about that. You know that the yep. team is going to feel that way. The players are going to feel that way. The coaches are going to feel that way. Um, that they're going to feel comfortable. Like, hey, there there's a plan here. There has been, like I said yesterday, in the building. It's it's awesome. I mean, I went through four or five doors and I didn't use my hands once. I'm just like looking up at at little cameras. The doors are opening. They knew who I was, which is probably not a great thing. Um, it was. It, 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 I'll be curious to see how it continues. But I know just reading about the the testing about two straight weeks, um, every single day testing, and then uh, peeling back a little bit if the posit- if the uh, positives are less than five percent. So you know, hopefully that's some something that we can get to with the Texans. But I think the biggest thing, Mark, to me. And, and and this was just kind of kind of just thinking through everything. And I think the teams that do well this year, in this particular year, are the ones that are the most uh, adaptable, the ones that are the most flexible, and the ones that can make those adaptations and changes the most rapid. If they yep. can do that from day to day, week to week, month to month, those teams are the ones that are going to end up being ultra, ultra successful. And the and maybe the biggest thing beyond that is the team that adheres basically to a philosophy of home, stadium, and that's it. Right. I think those are the teams that are going to end up having the most success. If you get knuckleheads that are like, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. I'm going to go over to Spectrum tomorrow night, and I'm going to go hang with you know 20 or 25 of my pals or, or just 20, 25 different people, not wear a mask, you know, just feeling kind of loose and fancy free, and all of a sudden, boom, that guy tests. And look, I know that you can get, you can get a positive um, in, 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 in a lot of different situations. Some people get right. positive, and they're like, whoa, how did I, how did I do that? But, but why, why risk it? But why risk it? Yeah, exactly. why risk it? I'm, exactly. I'm with you. It's going to be a bad look. After what the players tweeted on Sunday, by and large, it's going to be a bad look if you're in a high-risk situation, right? Right. Right. It's just not going to look good um, after you made a big deal about that. Look, I get it. They're young. It's it's everyone's like, can't you suck it up for a season? You know, when you're our age, of course, you know, 
uh, when you're their age, it's a little more difficult. But they got to be pros and they got to do it. They got to find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. This is a, a unique situation. Uh, if look, if I was talking to the players, I'd say you've got four, five, six, maybe more years if you're lucky to play professional football. Unfortunately, you're going to have to play through a year where you have very few or no fans or whatever this turns out to be. But right. it's still a year playing professional football. You're just going to have to you know, deal with it and make the most of it. Make the most of it. Because you're right, there's a golden opportunity out there. There is a Lombardi trophy to be won. It might as well be yours. It might as well be you, the team that does it. Oh, put me on the box in the middle of the mm-hmm. locker room. I'm going to be like Rudy doing yeah. the, spe- the Newt Rockney speech. And his buddy's like, stop it. Just stop it already. Let's get back to work. All right, coming up, we're going to do who's better. But I have two or three Texans newsy items here to get to. So we'll do that next here on Texans All Access. Can't get enough Texans radio? We've got shows. We've got podcasts. We've got interviews. It's all on HoustonTexans.com. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation, with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. This is Texans Radio. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. 
Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. What makes Ford F-Series the best in Texas? Just listen to the folks who drive them. Ford is by far ahead of any other competitor out there. The technology that they put in the trucks, it's incredible. I love it as a family vehicle. I love the size and the space for my daughter. If you want reliable, dependable, and a good-looking truck, Ford's the way to go. I want to drive the leader. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks and the best in Texas. Ford is the best in Texas. Texans report to training camp in four days. And we're giving Texans insight like no one else can. This is the most important training camp for Deshaun Watson and his professional career. Turn us up, leave us on, and we'll provide the Texans news you need to know. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Don't miss a moment of your Houston Texans 365 days a year. Download the Houston Texans mobile app. All right, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Great to have you listening, Texans All Access. And uh, not quite four days, but uh, soon enough, and we'll have training camp. We'll have a regular season opening at Kansas City September 10th. We'll see about the fan participation part of it, Johnny, because a letter went out to the season ticket members yesterday saying that, hey, if you opted out, you opted out. In fact, those who opted out, I don't think got any letter but those who wanted to participate, if there's any mm-hmm. fan participation possible this year, uh, were given the lowdown that masks will be required. Uh, there will be about 14,000 capacity, right? So 20% yeah. of the total uh, because you can't socially distance 50%. Everyone's talking about the governor and 50%. You can't socially distance 50%. Right. That's every other seat. That's every row. And that's impossible to really socially distance that way. So uh, they're going to have to dial it down to 20% max uh, should they have fans there and they wanted to get the take of the season ticket members. But you're seeing this around the league, this kind of number. This is where we're headed now. The teams that play in Jersey, both New York teams who play in Jersey, the Jets and the Giants, I don't know how that happened. Well, if you've ever been there, it's just so close. You could throw a rock and hit Manhattan, basically, yeah. right across the Hudson River. But Same place. It is and it isn't. It's just a different mentality, man. It is. It Like, you cross that river – they even make fun of it in the musical Hamilton. You watched Hamilton. They're talking about everything's yeah, legal in Jersey, you know, back in the day. How about they row across the Hudson River to go have a duel, right? Yeah, exactly. And you've, you know, the <laughs> like, Hudson River, that's no joke. You can't just yeah. row across there like it's nothing. I mean, that's a that would take me all day, I think, to row across the Hudson River. And there's a big current, too. You start rowing across the Hudson River, you end up in Newfoundland. I don't know how that works. Well, I, I, I don't know if you uh, – I don't know why I saw this, but I've told you my whole YouTube plan. I just literally get on YouTube, and I just kind of put on what's on while I was on. Oh, yeah. I, I called that to- YouTube roulette. That's yes. what that is. You let it yes. spin. What's it going to select for me next? Well, I sometimes do the selecting. In this case, I just picked a subscriber. So I picked NFL Films. So this video popped up of Peanut Tillman. You remember Peanut Tillman? Sure. Peanut Tillman – uh, decided that to raise money for a charity that was really, really close to him, he and another guy, uh, and the guy was, I can't remember what charity it was, but it was another guy, and they decided to to row from, I'm trying to remember where it was, it was in Michigan, but they were going to go 65 miles in 20 hours to Chicago. Whoa. Rowing. And not only that, they built the boat that they were going in. Wait, 65 miles in 20 hours? 20 hours. hours. Now, it ended up taking them, I think, 25 hours. It took them a little bit longer. Um, And the guy that Peanut went with, I think, was at least accomplished rowing-wise. Like, he he had rowed before, so he kind of knew – Peanut had to learn the whole thing. He said it was just amazing because they had cameras following him the whole time. They had interviews with him, and he just talked about how he was absolutely gassed at about the 16-hour mark. 
And it was nuts, Mark. It was crazy to watch what, what this. What body of water was this on? On Lake Michigan? Uh, yeah, I believe it was Lake oh, Michigan. See, that's tough. That's tough. That's yeah. Tough. Because by the time they got to Chicago, they were about four miles out from Chicago. I mean, you could see you could see the skyline. I mean, you could see it in the distance, and you can hear them talking. This is getting really choppy. This is really really yep. choppy. Yeah, and then it tough. took them. It took them. I can't remember how how much it was, but it was uh, to go a half mile. It took them forever, and so they were just gassed because they were fighting that choppy water. But sixty five miles, and they rode that whole thing. It was just. It was just amazing. So they were not going to Chicago for a duel like Burr and Hamilton were uh, because they just – that's in New Jersey. That's where you went for a duel. That's what New Jersey will forever be, the home of the Sopranos and where you go for duels. Yes, yes. And I remember James Gandolfini being at a couple of the Texans games at the New York Jets. By the way, one thing on the rowing a lot, uh, not to get too esoteric, but back in Michigan – one of the annual events I covered was the Asable River Canoe Marathon, which is 120 miles, and they do it in about 18 oh. hours. 18 hours. That's oh. a river. It's flat. It's a river. Yeah. Uh, and they're flying. Uh, but but and these guys are studs. And you know the first prize was something like five grand, which you know wasn't bad there <laughs> in the 90s. Uh, but anyway, it was it was a weird thing to cover, and we'd stay up all night. We did an 18-hour yeah. virtual broadcast. Well, I shouldn't say virtual, but we played some tunes. It was a music station. We'd play a few songs and be like, they're now at this portal, and they're crossing <laughs> over this bridge, and I'm <laughs> dying of exhaustion. Okay, let's get to the next thing here. What about a couple of Texans reportedly signing today? The team hasn't released anything, but reports are out about Ross Blacklock and about Isaiah Coulter, and that's a wrap for the rookie class, right? The I whole class is. is under contract right now. Rock and roll. Let's. I mean, these are things yeah. that are all tying together. Let's go. Let's play some football. Yeah, and getting the rookies uh, in the building, I, I could imagine, was was a big deal. Just to be. I mean, this is the first time these rookies have seen this building. Now, maybe Ross has been in that building because he's from Missouri City, went to Elkins, and then TCU. He may have been in the building at some point. Actually, I think he did. Ross. Uh, Ross worked out. Before COVID-19 restrictions hit, he worked out for the Texans in early March. So uh, so he had an opportunity. So he's been in the building before, but the rest of them, I, I would imagine seeing it uh, for the first time had to be uh, pretty interesting. Drew and I did today in In the Lab, and I thought it was a great topic from Drew. He came up, you, the curiosity you have for four different players, a rookie, a second-year guy, a new player that's a veteran, and then an old standby. Not not stressing the old, but just old standby. Yeah. And Isaiah Coulter was the one for me that was a rookie. Mark, I'm really curious to see what this guy can do. And all the other guys, I saw Charlie Heck at the Senior Bowl for a while. I saw John Reed play a number of times at Penn State on TV. Ross Blacklock I've been following um, for at least three years. Um, so, I, you know, those are all guys that, that I that knew about and had watched. John Grenard had studied backwards and forwards and met up at the Senior Bowl. But Isaiah Coulter was one of the five draft picks that I'd, I'd seen plenty on tape, but you never saw a game with him. You never saw, you know, on TV. I mean, Rhode Island was not really um, going to be seen on national TV or going to be seen on regional TV here. So I'm really curious to see what he looks like. What does he look like on the hoof, as they say in the scouting world? I'm really curious as to how he fits in because he's different from all the other receivers in this receiver group. If you think about it, most of the guys in this receiver group kind of top out at six foot six one. Isaiah Coulter's six three, six four, yep. I think. Big dude. Yeah, bigger guy, taller guy, guy that can do a little bit of everything, but he's also got the speed too. I mean, he's got four four five speed. Uh, at six four two oh five, so I'm curious to see how he adapts and how quickly he adapts. But just to see his athleticism, he was the guy that I'm from a rookie standpoint most curious to see. In large part because we really didn't see the guy, really yeah. didn't, uh, other than seeing him on film a few times. So well, I'm curious to see what he brings. You know, PFT tweeted out a picture when they announced his signing, which was not a formal announcement; it's a report. But anyway. Uh, and he's got that sweet URI helmet, Johnny. That mm-hmm. I know, I know you love the Rhode Island Rams. Just yep. kidding. Uh, yep. But uh, he's got that sweet URI helmet on. And his group. I mean, you look at the log jam in front of him. But you never know. I mean, mm-hmm. look, maybe there's a deal. Maybe there's an injury. Uh, maybe there's more than one. Oh, please no. But <laughs> whatever the case is, <laughs> when you're just looking at one individual's bid to try to make the team and make an impression you just never know what's going to factor into that because as we get closer to camp 
You know, a couple of landmark things happened to me. I could feel them in my body. The angst that arrives with camp is one of, oh, please, who's going to get hurt? I just yeah. I hate the injuries. And yep. then you see every training camp, a certain position group seems to get attacked. Like you have this flare-up in the tight end group or the offensive line or, or the DB. You know, they lose guys in a certain group more than other yeah. groups, and that starts to hurt you. And then the other... The other landmark thing that happens, the benchmark thing that happens is 20 minutes before kickoff in the opener. I feel like, oh, boy, here we go. Now we're playing for keeps. Here it comes. Here it comes. We're about to go on the record for the coming season. And there's just such an excitement, such a feeling about that. And you can feel it in the air now. Um, And I know there's so many serious things going on in the world. But, look, this is a football show. We want to have some football fun. All right, so Coulter – Blacklock, under contract, let's go. I think this is going to be one of the more interesting. You know, we talked about Coulter, and, you know, you're curious about him. You say you followed Blacklock plenty. But this is a guy who I, I'm not going to say it's a must to get great rookie production out of anybody necessarily. You don't want to have to be in that position when you're a team that's been winning your division consistently. But yeah. it would be nice yeah, to yeah. quote a Hamilton song again. It would be nice to get Blacklock to wreak some havoc, you know that kind of thing. I love that I can actually. I love that I can actually know. I know exactly what you're uh, referring to. I've actually been listening to the Hamilton soundtrack too, so I've been. uh, It's it's phenomenal. That's what I Um, recommend. You know, people who have seen it on Disney Plus are like, I don't, I don't know. Listen, you got to put on the soundtrack for now that you've seen it. Put put that away. Yes. Put on the soundtrack when you're doing the dishes or whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. and. Do it twice, even just the first seven songs. I'd be surprised if you did that twice, if you're not like, yeah, I really want to hear that again. Yeah. Uh, it becomes oh, yeah. very habit forming. No doubt. Okay, to your point, Mark, mm-hmm. what position group can we ill afford? Look, a- any position group you can ill afford injuries. But what position group, like you said, a rash of injuries hits this particular group? What is worst case scenario? What group? Not not Deshaun. Let's not 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 yeah, quarterbacks. Yeah, right, please don't do that. Not either. quarterbacks. What group can we ill afford to have a rash of injuries in as we get ready for the season? I think well, I have a pretty good idea on one. Well, look, the, the old line. We like it. We really yeah. like it. Yep. They get thin pretty quickly. With some injuries, right? I mean, True. internally, okay, you got Mance. You got Sunil on the roster still, right? So True. That, that's yeah. nice. Um, and I've I kind of joked about Charlie Heck in the past as a, as a rookie who you don't want to see him because if you're seeing him, that means something's wrong with Howard or Tunsil. Like, so right. please, let's not see Charlie Heck, you know, unless he's the sixth man or something like that. Uh, but I'll – secondary? I'll go secondary. How about you, that? that? I still think exactly- you have some depth. On the D-line, uh, yeah. linebackers, you have some guys. Secondary, mm-hmm. don't do this to me. Do yeah. not mess around. Yeah, I feel like there is a that – was, that was the one I was thinking about. Because, first of all, you've got to figure out who, who's going to start opposite Justin Reed. So you've got to figure that part of it out. So if you have this rash of injuries at safety with Michael Thomas, Jalen Watkins, Eric Murray, A.J. Moore, if you have kind of a rash of injuries there, you kind of limit the options – of what you're getting a chance to look at to play opposite Justin. Then I started thinking about corner because the other player that I was curious about, a second-year player that I was curious about, is Lonnie Johnson. Where does Lonnie kind of fit in in the secondary? Because you figure the starters are going to end up being uh, Bradley Roby on one side, Gary Conley on the other, the Ohio State University. You figure Vernon on the inside, so there's your three. John Reed will probably push Vernon um, to play on the inside. I would imagine that's where John's going to start at least is to kind of battle Vernon for time on the inside. And where's, where's that, where's that leave Lonnie? But here's the thing. If you have, if, if Roby, um, you know, that hamstring gets bulky on him, you know, you think, okay, well, Lonnie will step in a corner. You get another guy banged up all of a sudden, man, where's your, where's your depth at corner? Uh, you know, Philip Gaines still on this roster. You know, is that a guy that has to step up, man, you, you, Conley and Roby, I think, are better together than people think. Like, those two guys, I think, you know, I think they're going to be better in their second year, both with the Texans. But you've got to maintain Lonnie Johnson's health. You've got to obviously maintain Conley and Roby's health. But, man, you start getting a rash of injuries back there, it's going to be tough. Well, I think and, really, really tough. 
And you need a really good performance out of the other safety, not named Justin Reed, right? You need exactly. Murray. Uh, I mean, absolutely. You, I mean, you need Michael Thomas. You need whatever you need. Uh, you, right. you have to have production there, and you want to talk thin in a hurry. Safety is an area where that might happen. Yep. Uh, you think Lonnie might someday be a safety. I've said about, that all along. I don't I've know said it all along. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen now, but, uh, right. you know, you hope it doesn't have to happen now. All right, let's play who's better for for a few months okay, here. Let's do it. Okay. Let's um let's look north here to the DFW area for a moment and I'm going to ask you who's better, Tom Landry or Jimmy Johnson? Who's better? I wonder how they would answer this, the DFW people, hmm. the Metroplex people as we call it sometimes. What would Landry say? Landry knows the Metroplex oh, pretty Landry well. Landry would say I'm better because I started the franchise as an expansion team. If I've and- got to win if I got to win one game, Mark I think I want Jimmy Johnson. I think yeah. I want Jimmy Johnson. Great now, motivator. yeah, I, I think with Jimmy, and and I don't know how this was for, for Tom, but I I got the impression always with Jimmy that, yeah, been there, done that. Eh, it's time to move on. You know, it, it, it was like at Miami, he had won the championships. It's like, hey, what's the new challenge? Yeah. Oh, let me go see if I can build the Cowboys. Then he had won a bunch with the Cowboys, and – and I don't know if, if being with Jerry for a significant period of time just ran him into the ground or what, but I just always felt like with Jimmy it was like, okay, eh, I, I, I did this. I, I did what I was supposed right. to, so what's, he what's the next out, challenge? Johnny. He yeah. burns out, and, right. and it's, it's clear. He, he took the Dolphins job because he wanted to live there more than anything. Yeah, he knew yeah. Marino was on the way out. He had him for his last year. It's funny because I was talking to Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast on Friday, and I was saying, Seth, you played in that game. You retired Dan Marino. He played in that 62-7 playoff loss uh, at the hands of the Jaguars. Um, So I understand, and Landry coached forever. Landry lost three NFC championship games in a row. Landry, you know, Landry would lose Super Bowls. But I don't think there's any shame in that. I don't think that makes you a worse coach. I mean, it it shows you something for getting there. You know, Danny White at quarterback, Hogaboom played the bulk of one of those NFC Championship game losses, right? Uh, I I don't know. I love Landry. I really don't like the Cowboys at all. Big headline here. You guys know this well. (laughs) But – but you know, there's something about Landry. There's just something. If you yeah. love him or hate him, you you want him around. You want him in the league as the villain. If you hate him, and you know the fedora, the whole look of it. I love that stuff. How can you yeah, not I'm, like that? It's listen. Me saying, Jimmy, this this is not easy because I think Tom Landry is one of the more underrated great coaches in the NFL. Because when we name never when, comes up. Right, his name never comes up nope. in in those discussions, and I think that's a, that's a shame because he. Was so, and maybe it was the way that it ended in Dallas. Maybe people just don't, uh, I don't know, maybe they don't give him enough credit for what happened in Dallas. But the fact that he was unceremoniously bounced um, to get Jimmy in there, maybe people look at that and say, well, yeah, maybe he wasn't that good. Now, Tom Landry was exceptional. He was an innovator, came up, uh, you know, used the shotgun. You know, the things they did offensively were uh, so innovative at the time. But I just feel like in a one game situation, my back's against the wall. I think Jimmy Johnson is going to lead me to a W. I just wouldn't believe in it. If I'm a player, that's the guy that I would want coaching for me. Okay, two cities we will visit this year. Who's better? What's better? Food in Nashville, food in Kansas City. So let's just go right to the barbecue here. Different styles, Jeez. but it, it's it's about more than the barbecue when you're talking Nashville, especially. And the Kansas City people are probably screaming right now in their cars, like, "Well, we got this and this and this." It's not just barbecue, but what do you think? Okay, so here's how I would think of this: What would be a better long weekend to take? New oh, Kansas City or Nashville? Na- uh, Nashville. All it's day. Nashville. Yeah. It's Nashville. And I think that Nashville, because if it comes down to, to barbecue, first of all, eh, you know, I can stay home and have the best barbecue on the face yeah, of the planet. No I will doubt. say, when we're going to Kansas City, though, uh, get Stack. some Jack Stack burnt in sandwich, eh, you know, I'm all about it. No no doubt. Yeah. But you got to tell me, okay, you got to take one. You get one um, to Nashville because yeah. there's so much in Nashville, not only to see and to do, but the different, I mean, obviously you want Nashville hot chicken. We go to the Southern. We love that place. Yeah, um, of course, I, 
I hope my figure doesn't show it, but I love – you could put just – think of every southern food imaginable you can put in front of me, and I'm going to eat it. I might have to run more, uh, but I'm, but I'm going to eat it, and I think I can get that in Nashville. So I'm going to Nashville. Okay, who's better as a studio TV host historically? Let's go historically here. Ooh, ooh. Bob Costas or Brent Musburger? You are looking live at Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia. Or, hi, everybody. I would much rather be calling a baseball game. This sport is terrible. No, he's not like that, Costas. But Costas did the NBC stuff for a long time with Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, he obviously did the NBC studio show back when they had the AFC on NBC on Sunday afternoons, right? CBS yep. had the NFC. Mm-hmm. This is uh, back in the day where Madden and Summerall were on CBS. What do you think? I think Brent's the most versatile broadcaster that we've had because in studio, I thought he was fantastic. He did college football play-by-play in the 80s for CBS. He he did – NCAA tournament. Nance took over for Musburger on the NCAA tournament broadcast. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he he did so much. I I think Brent, as a play-by-play man, I just love him. And then I thought there was a period where he's maybe losing his fastball. But, man, he started seemingly getting it back. And now he's calling games for the Raiders. By the way, somebody posted some pictures, uh, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody posted some pictures from inside the new Raiders building and inside their new practice facility. Oh, my God, Mark. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. I always felt like Costas either lorded the fact that he seemingly knew more than you or he was indifferent to even being there at the time. And I don't don't really care for that. I always feel like Brent would be a guy that I might be able to, as I'm watching the studio show, in a break, he could come over, hang with me for a little bit, uh, and, and talk about some of the things that just happened and hop right back on the air and be just as brilliant as he was. Costas, I would feel like, eh, he'd be indifferent to anything that was going on and is really just putting on a show. Whereas Brent, yes, putting on a show uh, and entertaining is definitely part of it. But I feel like you get Musburger's soul with what you're seeing. And that's why I would say I would say Brent. Okay, coming up, I've got one more for you. Guys are good. After the break. Uh, Let's go to let's go to this one. Better win against Indy on Thursday night, late in the season last year, when you're coming off the blowout loss to the Ravens, or beating the Patriots or Kansas City. I'll give you Patriots, Kansas City regular season wins, or Indy on the Thursday night, and we'll debate and discuss that and get around the league too. There's some stuff around the NFL we have to address here before the close of business on Texans All Access. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that dial, or else. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job, and a serious one at that. And each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months. With three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases, Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Texans report to training camp in four days. And we're giving Texans insight like no one else can. This is the most important training camp for Deshaun Watson in his professional career. Turn us up. Leave us on. And we'll provide the Texans news you need to know. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. 
Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Hey, Texans fans. Are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org slash Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. More Texans radio in spectacular fashion is on the way. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth-grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. It's a Texas tradition. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients, seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Hey, Houston, Keith here from Papa John's. Did you know that Shaquille O'Neal was one of our Papa John's partners? In fact, he's a franchisee, and now he's come out with one of his own, very own, great big pizzas. It's called the Shacaroni Pizza. It's an extra large, extra cheese, extra pepperoni, and extra big slices. It's the biggest we've ever had for just 12 bucks. Get yours today, and $1 from every Shacaroni Pizza will be donated to support local communities. Better ingredients, better pizza, and now the Shacaroni Papa John's. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit. Until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again, let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. I'm Whitney Merciless, starting outside linebacker for your Houston Texans. For the latest on your favorite team in mind, go to HoustonTexans.com. Uh, Whitney Merciless celebrating a birthday today, right? Yep, it's today. Whit's birthday today, and I've seen a bunch of stuff on social media. I'm sure he's doing nothing other than looking forward to and then fulfilling on listening to Texans All Access mm-hmm. on his birthday. There's no question that a young man uh, should be doing this on his birthday. So no matter who you are, uh, if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday and happy birthday. Whitney Merciless, drafted in 2012 uh, for your Houston Texans, has done a tremendous job. And is he on contract number three now? That's pretty good, Johnny. So, yeah. Yeah. You get that third deal, you're doing some things right. Yep. And not only on the field, but off. I mean, what a terrific Texans ambassador, yep. uh, player, all of it, man of the community, businessman, all of it. I mean, Whitney Merciless has been such a blessing to our city and our organization. It's great. Yeah, said so well. He is exactly that. I mean, I, I think about that all the time, about how well he has fit into the city of Houston, how he has embraced Houston how Houston has embraced him. He's And it's funny because we go back to 2014. That was my first year in the building. And I remember J.D. gets drafted. And so you've got J.D. on one side. Uh, are you going to play Wit on the other? Um, how is that going to work? Um, you know, you've got other options outside. Man, what are you going to do? Um, how are you going to play this uh, on the outside? And then J.D. gets hurt. 
and which just steps up and is an absolute champ. And I remember, I remember Vrabel coaching him so hard. And there were days I remember in 2014 training camp where I could just see Witt just kind of, kind of down. And then at some point it clicked, man, it really, really clicked in 14. It clicked again in 15. And then from that point forward, he's just been fantastic for this team. I mean, it's just been wonderful. I remember the very first preseason game and him making a play at Carolina and yeah. uh, just taking it from there. Okay. Uh, I asked you this better win Indy after you got blown out by Jackson, uh, by Jacksonville boy, please. No, that happened in 2017. <laughs> Blown out by the Ravens last year. I didn't say Jacksonville going into the break, did I? No, I no, not. you said Ravens. The Ravens last year. You needed that one. It was a Thursday night. Or a win over the Chiefs or the win over the Patriots on Sunday night football, which followed that win over the Colts. I mean, they're so different. They're big wins. I think the Indy win – well, let me just ask you. Like, I'm answering my own question here. You <laughs> answer it, and then I'll chime in. I think that Indianapolis win – because coming back from Baltimore, I mean, not not even coming back. I remember getting on on the bus and just reading the the carnage on on social media of yeah. what national local people thought of this team and Baltimore. Just, I mean, oh, Baltimore is the greatest team since sliced bread. But you know, the Texans aren't very good, et cetera, et cetera. And you got to turn right around after playing that game and play the Colts on a Thursday night at home, which you've not had a ton of success beating the Colts at home. The success you've had, ironically, has been up in Lucas Oil. Yeah. And now you got to beat them at home. And then you get behind, but then Deshaun throws two dimes and you get that win. To me, that Colts game, like I'll remember the Patriots game for, I mean, that was just such, to finally beat Brady. That was so good. It was more a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. But that one against the Colts, to bounce back in five days from having that loss to Baltimore, to me, was more impactful. It Love was. the they Chiefs were... win. Love the win over the Chiefs. I mean, that was such a fun game uh, to get that win against the Chiefs. But to get the win against Baltimore after you just got crunched at Baltimore, I thought was so big. Well, and the Colts had just blown out the Jags. Yep. They were 6-4. and four. They beat the Texans on Thursday night, and who knows what happens to their season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Brissett was yep. banged up and everything, and they were that win they had over the Jags was after back-to-back performances by Hoyer, which resulted in losses to Pittsburgh and Miami, yep. uh, which I was very happy about, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I was really happy. It, the, a win over a division opponent, it might not ring the way a win over the Chiefs or the Patriots in this era does to a lot of fans, but it yep. should because it's a divisional opponent. We always talk about it's like beating somebody twice, especially when they're vying for the title in the division, uh, which the Colts were at the time, and the one over Tennessee on the road, like we always talk about. Yep. It was such a tremendous win over the time. Over, at the time. I know that it didn't turn out to do what you wanted it to do in the postseason. I get it, I get it, I get it. But – you got. You have no chance to do anything in the postseason if you don't get there and you don't get that division crown, and they've been able to do that. So time to take some next steps. Well, here's the other thing, too, with that win against the Colts. Because they had beat you in the playoff game, and yeah. it was an embarrassing loss in the playoff game, then they beat you up there, and they gave you every opportunity to win that game up there, and, and we couldn't take advantage of it and win that game. You were in a must-win situation, and it was a team that had a lot of confidence. And, man, they talked a blue streak during that playoff game and in the offseason about, man, look at what we're doing. We are the best team. I mean, they talked forever. Darius Leonard has not shut up yet. That whole whole place hadn't shut up, and finally we just stuck it to them. And I was like, yes, it's back to what what it should be, the Texans winning the division. You guys can stay at home for the playoffs. This is going to be a weird year with uh, fewer fans in the building. It's just going to be so strange. But guess what? We'll take it. Yep. You watch some of the baseball, right? You have? Uh, uh, very little. Okay. Very, very right. little. It looks weird with all the acres <laughs> of empty seats. It looks like the Astros did in 2013. No, I'm just kidding around. Uh, <laughs> it sounds weird. It sounds weird. It sounds weird. It sounds it, – it's weirder on TV. The radio stuff, you're in your car. You don't yeah. hear it as much. Uh, and it's it's exhibition anyway, so you know it's not like you're dealing with Game Five of the World Series here. 
uh, it's a different vibe. The I think on radio with the football stuff will be good. I mean, we'll yeah. always we'll always be good. We'll do our best <laughs> to be good. But I think the sound will be okay. It's not going to be this roar, uh, you know. But if you have ten thousand, they can make a lot of noise if they're really yeah. into it. So we'll see where it goes. Anyway, that's going to be it for the show tonight. Back with it tomorrow. Uh, what you remember when Wednesday? Oh, yeah. I've got. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've got some ideas for this. Now, uh, that'll be fun tomorrow, <laughs> and we'll have McLean on on Thursday. We're edging closer to training camp. Have a great night, everyone, and thank you, Jacob, for producing. Go Texans! Bye-bye. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. This is Texans Radio. From the slightest bend to complex motions, Your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Already counting down the days until your next college football game day? Start planning your tailgate and prepping your face paint because the season starts right here in Houston with the Texas kickoff. Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels are set to take on Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears at NRG Stadium Sunday, September 6th. Experience the season debut for both of these new head coaches as they look to open the year with a bang. Start your fall off right. Head to TexasKickoff.com to join the wait list and be the first to know when tickets go on sale. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Consistency, trust, and dependability. These three qualities are a must-have for any team that legitimately wants to win. And for the folks at Martin Preferred Foods, who've teamed up with Amogee Bank for the last 30 years, that's exactly what they've done. Amogee Bank knows how to help family businesses win because they know how to help family businesses grow. So, what are you waiting for? Come join the winning side. Amogee Bank. Here you grow. A division of ZBNA, member FDIC. Official bank of the Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Hyundai has always had your back. And now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. Woohoo! Yeah! 
We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke and stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke Air intelligence! It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your goldfish to sing Bizet's Carmen? There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit GEICO.com for details. Hi, this is John Weeks with the Houston Texans. We are proud to be partners with the Houston Food Bank in presenting Huddle Against Hunger, a free in-school curriculum designed to provide information on hunger and poverty for students from elementary schools through high school. Sign your classroom up today at HoustonFoodBank.org slash HuddleAgainstHunger. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.